Great. Hi, this is Dating After 50 with Robin and Julie. And I am your hostess with the mostest, Robin, and I'm here with Julie. And we are doing Dating After 50 because, you know, it's like hell, only funnier. How are you tonight, Julie? <laughs> doing well. Just uh, settled in after uh, a work day. I had to work today. So just en enjoying my time here at home and excited to do this with you, Robin. Oh, I'm so glad you're here because, you know, we, we got to tell our listening audience how we met. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so like, let me just give a little background. Like Julie and I, um, we we're like accomplished women. We're in our fifties and we're trying to navigate this dating landscape. Um, it's so different from what we're, what we started out dating <laughs> with, you know, like ice cream socials. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that old, but um, it feels like it sometimes. Sock hops? Sock hops, for sure. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> meeting at the McDonald's. Um, no, truly, it, it is. Um, but you and I met doing something pretty funny, right? Yes. Dragon boat racing. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you go to dragon boat racing? Well, like, what, it was... What? Well, it was one of those things I was looking for an activity to do that was different than anything I had done before. Um, just something out of my comfort zone a little bit. And frankly, as another way to potentially make connections and maybe meet men. So um, it was kind of had all of those intentions going into it. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> Which, you know, is something that is being told to us constantly by dating experts and coaches, you know, do new things, go do things you enjoy, step out of your zone. And that was in the back of my mind, for sure. And I, and I agree with you. That's, that's ex not exactly why I went or why I was interested in dragon boating, but it was certainly high on my list. And I remember getting there and being like, what the heck? <laughs> <We're> the <men." laughs> but I met you and that had to be like the best benefit. So, you know, it, you know, it's just, well, one of the best benefits, but, um, and here we are, you know, talking about dating. And, and we, I think the first time we met, it, we were both like, well, where's the men? You know, Matthew Hussey said, <laughs> Well, well it, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and you nailed it because I remember exactly we were gathered waiting to do something on our team. And I heard you say something about Matthew Hussey. And I think my head spun around like an owl, like, wait a minute, Matthew Hussey. Okay. This is, <laughs> she's speaking my language because, you know, he's one of the coaches that I've been following for a while. And um, I, I was thinking the same thing. Here we are. There's 20 people that joined this new team and it was 20 women and I thought what the heck <laughs> what the heck where are the boys yeah. so yeah and, and Matthew Hussey I've been listening to him for a long time too um you know <laughs> I was like so mad at him you know but anyway <laughs> for those listening Matthew Hussey is a dating and relationship coach he's he's you know what 27 or something I mean like he's he's a pup uh, he has great advice. I'm not saying he doesn't, <laughs> but I don't know if he totally can relate to women our age. And, you know, we'll talk about that in future episodes, but, um, 
you know, what, what, like, tell me a little bit about how you got here. Like, why are you dating in the fifties? Like <laughs> what's going on? You know, cause you're like an amazing person. You're, you're beautiful. You're smart. You've got it going on. You're fit, like, you know, fitter than any, like you wouldn't even know this woman's 50 ish, whatever oh. you are. I don't even know your age, but I know well, you're in your fifties. Gosh, now I'm blushing Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, know, you for all of that. So tell me how you got here. Well, um, I don't want to go into a long story, but I'm a divorced mother of three. Um, like a lot of women I married, um, well, I met my ex-husband when I was 24 years old. So honestly, I had not dated since my early 20s. Um, and I was married, I was with him and married for 20 years total. So I separated and divorced when I was in my late 40s, um, early 50s, and realized I was completely unprepared for the new dating world as, as it is now as compared to, you know, 25 years ago um, or, or even longer. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, and so, you know, I went through a whole process to kind of get where I am now. Um, you know, I think when you've been with someone as long as I had been with my ex-husband, um, you're ready to just have some fun when, when you finally leave that relationship and, and kind of heal that loss and, and, and start to put your life back together a little bit. You just want to enjoy yourself. And I did that. I had some great, great, great fun um, out there <laughs> in, in, in the dating scene, you know, and not even, I guess dating is a very loose term. Um, <laughs> I, I you know, you. technology and the internet makes it easy to find whatever you're looking for um, at, at your fingertips. And that's what I did. And I, I don't regret that. I enjoyed that stage of my life. Um, but it quickly got a little old and I realized, you know, I'm looking for something a little more subst substantial. So I have had a few serious relationships in that time um, since I've been single um, to varying degrees of success. And, you know, they've all taught me things that are, you know, invaluable and, and I've taken with me to this day about what I truly want and need in a relationship now at this point in my life. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, so now I'm, uh, you know, on the quest for a long term relationship. You know, I feel like I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm um, enjoying my life and ready for that next step. So uh, therein lies the challenge. <laughs> I hear you. And I totally share. We have very similar stories. Minus I have, you know, two kids. And I was with my ex-husband for about a total of 20 to 22 years. The divorce process took a long time. <laughs> and um, like you, when I got out of the relationship, um, I also wanted to have fun. I, I knew that I was not in the right headspace for a relationship, even though I had one going through the divorce like six months and that went down in flames. Um, subsequently to date him again, five and a half years later. <laughs> so <laughs> that was my um, three and a half year relationship that I just got out of like two years ago. But um, like you, I feel like, you know, especially when you get out of a long-term marriage that having fun and, you, you know, is, is paramount. And 
boy, I, I had fun too. And like, I, you know, I just knew I wasn't in the headspace for a relationship. So, but it did get to a place like, especially after my breakup, the, you know, of my serious relationship, um, you know, I just knew that like now I need, you know, I, I understood my worth, you know, I know. And I think women that get into our age group, um, who don't know their worth, like really, uh, ladies, you know, get yourself together because knowing what you want at this age is so important and not settling is even more important. Like we just don't have time to waste on it. No, that's very true. And, um, what, like, so what, uh, what ways have you been, um, searching for love? Like, what have you, what do you use to look for love? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) 1-800-STUD, no. Um, I wish. Sometimes I wish. <laughs> I wish there was that. <laughs> you could come and clean my house. I always laugh. I I want a manny. Like I want a man. <laughs> you know, I want I want somebody to come clean my house, cook me dinner, drive me to workout, pick me up, take me on play date. Um, <laughs> well, maybe that's a boyfriend. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, it could be a boyfriend. I mean, if if you define it that way, for sure. I mean, I I could go for all that too. Sounds wonderful. It does. I think I want one <laughs> for a Manny store. Um, but anyway, getting back to <laughs> getting back to you, like, what are you like? How are you um, searching for love? Like, what like what are you using, and what have you found to be uh, better than others, so to speak? Yeah. Well, like a lot of people nowadays, I am on several dating apps. Um, you know, online dating apps. I've never done like dating websites like match.com or eHarmony. I've always done apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've Why? tried everything, everything. Well, you know, I, some of those have just felt too ominous. Some of those bigger sites. I don't know. I just, I went on match once and I looked and I thought, Oh my gosh, there's so many questions. There's so much I have to fill out and complete. And I just kind of got scared or, or whatever, just overwhelmed. And I just decided not to do it. Kind of like a college application. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Like eHarmony, you know, I started that like questionnaire and I'm just like, oh my God. Um, but, you know, I actually am contemplating that again because um, a friend of mine found her person on that. Um, so, you yeah. know, some, I actually a few I... I've heard mm-hmm. have. Um, so I don't know. It might be worth a try, and we could report back to our group here. We could, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm in a better space, just personally and emotionally, w- with that now. And I think m- now it would be a better um, forum for me to to enter into because I I'm a little more serious, obviously, than I was when I was first doing these things. Um, so I've done the apps. Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid, Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Meet Mindful was the latest. Oh, I got to hear about Meet Mindful because, you know, (laughs) because I do. I just need to know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what I found with these apps is they they all have their own little flavor or kind of uh, variation on, uh, on a theme, but essentially they're all pretty much the same. Um, 
you know, I was on Tinder for quite a while and I, I got very disillusioned with that. And I've actually deleted that off my phone and I don't even have an account on that anymore because I just, I was not finding what I was looking for on there. What, what were you finding on Tinder? Because when I first, uh, this was years ago before my, my serious relationship, but you know, I always heard it was like more of a hookup. Right. Yeah. And, is that what you found there? Yeah, Did you feel like I, yeah, people were yes, yes. not very serious about relationships or were they just, you know, trying to get some? Yeah, it was it was just match up and then a, a, a couple of quick questions and then let's make plans to meet. And I just felt very uncomfortable with that. I just thought it was very abrupt and just quick, quick, quick. And I didn't feel comfortable. And there was a lot of pressure to send pictures, to get off the app, to, to meet, to... You know, it, it was just obvious that it wasn't people that were looking to make an investment in something that could potentially lead to a long-term relationship. It was, just, and that was my experience. And I had some harassment on there. Really? Um, like, explain yeah. that. Like, tell me what that looked like. Um, just for having some boundaries. I mean, I just recall one uh, encounter with a guy that I had matched up with, and he just was very aggressive uh for lack of a better word as much as you can be with someone online I mean just well you know asking me a series of very pointed questions and when I said I don't feel comfortable answering that he wanted to know why and what was wrong with me and wow um, yeah yeah do you think that um was he was a real person or was as more of a scammer uh that's a good question I really don't know um you know and that I mean now I would have just unmatched with him from the get-go as soon as he started. But back then I was still kind of in that mode. Well, maybe he, I can get something good out of this, or maybe I can turn him around or if I'm nice or if I'm sweet or you know, maybe I just send him one picture, then he'll, you know, I used to kind of have that belief that I could kind of make it into what I wanted, even though what was being presented to me was the complete opposite. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, that's yeah. a really great point because, um, I think we share that. And I know a lot of women who share that feeling, like we have to be something different to get somebody to like us. I mean, this is like a, a belief that I've carried or an issue that I've carried throughout my lifetime is that, I had to be liked by a guy that was like some sort of, that was currency, like in my mother's view kind of thing. And right. she's gone. So she really can't, she's dead. So she can't really say, you know, if that was true or not, but that's the impression that I got, you know, was that it was super important. Number one, to find a guy, you know, like to find, oh, to get married, yeah. to, oh, to yeah. find a partnership. And in my, you know, upbringing, it was like the guy had to be really good looking, um, it didn't matter if he was an asshole, you know. Yeah. He had to be good looking. Um, he had to have a good job, like those basic things. Um, and like, I feel like that had carried, you know, hearing you say that, I feel like that's how I felt getting out of uh, my marriage and, and relationship and starting to date again. Um, I kind of left off where I was prior, like you had said, prior mm -hmm. to um, meeting my husband. So like, yeah, it, it was, yeah. So I, I get that. So like, it's really important to have that awareness that that's what you're trying to do. And I did that so much. Um, and so, and, and it never ended well, you know, no, no, no.
always uh, disappointing. Yeah. Um, you know, so currently I'm using Bumble and I really like Bumble for the fact that I make the first move. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, there's just something which for me is it's a little, I want to say awkward. It's gotten much easier, but that's not my typical um, way of, of starting something. I mean, I would much prefer to be approached, but I do like the fact that I do get to make the first move and I initiate the contact and then it's up to them to reciprocate it. Yeah. I like that too. I'm on Bumble as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't find, I mean, I don't know what your experience is, but I don't find a lot of choices in my age group. Um, and I, this is, I don't know for sure. Cause I can't talk to the people that I, swiped right to and did, they didn't respond. I don't know if um, it's not, they're just not looking for someone my age. Um, so that's always somewhat of a concern for me. Um, luckily for me, I widened my search. Which <laughs> 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 presents its own issues. And that will be another show. But yeah, um, I think that's I'm, a whole other show, Robin. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, like, I like the younger men. Yeah. And I know you do too. Yes. Yes. And yeah, same, same phenomenon. I mean, just, I I have a belief and I'm thinking it's probably accurate to some degree that a lot of men our age are looking for a younger woman. I, I, you know, that's just my belief, but. Oh, I think it's true. I mean, I saw it printed in somebody's ad and I mean, this is one, you know, somebody's profile it said, and he was 58 years old. That's my age. Um, and it said looking for twenties and thirties. I was like, are you kidding? And my other like thing is, um, wanting kids and they're like <laughs> 50 years old or something. I was just like, what the heck? You know, oh, like, I know what right? is that about, um, you know, <laughs> like, buddy, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I had a conversation with somebody years and years ago about that. And I was just like, challenging him and I know I could be a little judgmental I mean you know but I was just like what the hell buddy I mean no no woman in her breeding years is gonna want a dude your age unless you have a crap ton of money you know and <laughs> you know uh, that's just how I look at it but it, I mean you know yeah, I, I, yeah. I want people to have what they want you know and at the end of the day I certainly didn't want him um, obviously I don't even know why we we're talking see it was like one of those things way back when like yeah. I wouldn't have even yeah. wasted my time now. Exactly. You you want kids? Okay, boop, you're gone. You know, yeah. I have them. They're adults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about adults? Right. Right. You know, <laughs> right. They're through college. You don't have to pay for them. Well, how do you feel about that? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I usually get favorable answers. System has gotten much much um, better for sure. Um, oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I still work on it, you know, um, but it's, you know, like now it's just like my return on my investment, you know, I don't put a lot of time in it. <laughs> so, you know, if, if I can tell right away, if you're kind of a ding dong, then you're gone, you know, <laughs> ding dong, you're gone. Uh, next. I feel like Simon Cowell. It's a, it's a no for me. <laughs> it's a hard no for me. Uh and they show themselves like, that's the thing, you know, like I used to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. How, what, a, what do you mean by that? Like what? 
you know, I, I, and this has to be a pattern as well, like that I grew up with is like, well, make an excuse for their bad behavior. Like, oh, they're not texting or, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They were busy, you know, just yeah, you know, crap like yeah. that. It's like, okay, wait a minute. I'm not that desperate, you know, like, and I, I, but I kind of was, so <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not that anymore because I've gotten a life. I've built a life that I really like and I really enjoy. And if you're a hassle or a pain in the butt, I don't got time for you, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I give the benefit of the doubt a lot to these guys or mm-hmm. I did. And yeah. that was a problem, you know? Um, now I, I, I think, I don't know if you've seen that meme that says, you know, date with your heart, but take your head along with you, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> take your brain, uh, my brain's along now for the ride. It's actually kind of driving, driving yeah. force, uh, in that search for love, which I find really, I don't know, really challenging with all the, I, you know, the, the amount of choices that people have, you know? Yeah. But I don't ever think I'm competing with another woman. I never think that. No, me neither. Mm-hmm. I'm just no. like, you know what, dude, if you, if you're into me, you'll, you'll be into me and you'll show me that. And if I'm into you, that's because you're a good person and you're consistent and you're honest. Right. Right. Um, what are you looking for in a guy? Oh, that's a big question. Uh, let's see if I can answer We got it. time. In a succinct, <laughs> our man, podcast. A succinct manner. <laughs> we do what we want. <laughs> That's true. We're driving this bus, aren't we? <laughs> it's a luxury liner. <laughs> well, there is that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, there's a whole list of, you know, qualities that I, that I'm attracted to and wanting and, and, you know, yeah, I mean, I can just start listing them, but I mean, essentially, I want someone that. Well, I'm looking for someone that wants to be open, to, or that is open to a long-term, you know, serious relationship. Um, that that's key because there's a lot of people out there that a don't know what they want or know that they don't want that. So I mean, that's I'm looking for somebody that's willing and wanting to make that investment and is at that stage in their relationship life that you know, they're, they're, they're craving that as much as I am. Um, and how, how do you discern that on these dating oh. apps? Well, and that's a good question. I mean, I, there I, is a category on, on some of them that asks directly, what are you looking for? And the, you know, the different categories are something casual relationship. I don't know. Um, and like you just mentioned, giving the benefit of the doubt, I'm, I'm beyond giving the benefit of the doubt for someone that says they want something casual when I want a relationship. And I used to think if I can just, you know, they'll get to know me and see how lovable and irresistible I am and they won't help but fall in love with me and want a relationship with me. Well, no, (laughs) right. Believe someone the first time when they say this is something that they want or don't want. Um, so, yes, yeah, feel- so, I mean, that's that's paramount to me for, for sure. Do you feel like um, comfortable asking people pretty quickly about that, like what they're looking for? Yeah, I do, yeah. actually. I didn't used to, but I've, I've evolved to that point now where I have no qualms about asking. 
That's really good. I'm, that's, that's what I've been doing too, because I'm like, you know what, I, again, return on investment, man. Uh, I'm not going to invest in any time if you aren't, aren't looking or know what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, you know, it's interesting though, I have to say some <laughs> people, <laughs> I have to say, I have to point out some people say that, that they want a relationship. And so then it becomes very clear to me at, at a certain point that a what they mean by relationship mean means very some, something very different than what oh, I, oh, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, then you have to start to suss out, you know, what exactly that means to them. And that's part of the getting to know them sort of process, I guess, you know, just mm-hmm. what does it look like to you? And, you know, and a lot of these matchups on these apps don't even get to that point. Right. I mean, oh, that's, gosh, no. yeah. I mean, at the same time, I don't want to quote unquote, scare someone off by saying, do you want a relationship? Okay. Okay. Well, if not, then, you know, I'm trying not to be super militant about it, but at the same time, like you said, I don't want to waste anyone's time. Most of all mine. <laughs> right. You know, so you can, you can ask some pointed, some leading, leading questions sometimes and, and start to figure it out a little bit. Um, but I've been burned too, you know, so it's, sure there's really no foolproof formula for figuring it out. If somebody's really not, um, being honest, um, it's sometimes it just comes out, you know, in t- within time. Yeah. And I, and I, and like, this is the area where I kind of think to myself that there are people out there that really believe that they want a relationship and then they realize once it gets real that they can't, they can't, they don't have mm-hmm. the capability. They aren't really in that place, but they meant it when they said it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and like, it's disappointing when people aren't really um, self-aware enough to recognize that. But I guess when they do recognize it and they let it, you know, let it out, <laughs> <laughs> either by behavior or by actually having a conversation. Um, it's definitely disappointing. And, you know, leading into this next question is like, like do you feel rejected um, when somebody like doesn't follow through or they just kind of delete or whatever? Like, how do you handle that? Like, what, how do you feel with that? Yeah. It, it- it, it depends somewhat on how much interaction we had been having. Um, you know, so if it was someone that we were, you know, chatting consistently for whatever length of time, maybe a couple of days or up to a week or something like that, and they just disappear without a trace. I mean, yeah, it sometimes it stings a little bit. I think, wow, did I say something wrong? I mean, I kind of go back into my head to, or the chat and say, what? did I do, you know, I, I default to that old message that it must somehow be my fault that they've done whatever they've done. So yeah, it does sting sometimes. I mean, and then other times it doesn't. I mean, if it's someone that I had just initially matched up with and, you know, they just disappeared and, you know, went on their way, it's kind of like just the cost of doing business. So to speak. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. In this realm, you know, it's just, it just kind of comes with the territory. Um, yeah. And it can From- mean so many things. And I try very hard not to take things personally. 
Um, and most of the time, I mean, I've gotten much better at this. This has been an evolution for sure. But there are times where it does sting a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I've grown a lot in this. Pro- I mean, this has been probably one of the best things for my personal growth um, because it has forced me to like just be like, OK, you know, onward, like really. Yeah. OK. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, but it also for me has strengthened my integrity. So if I don't, if I'm not feeling it or, you know, especially if I meet somebody, if I, if I'm not feeling it, then I'm really upfront and honest about it. And, um, like being rejected absolutely sucks, but it also absolutely sucks to have to reject someone. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like The Bachelor, you know. <laughs> okay, all the roses are given out. Get out, you know. Um, <laughs> sometimes I wish it were like that. But, um, yeah. but like, you know, it's disappointing for me, too. You know, I've had a, f- a few really, really lovely dates with people where I'm just like, okay, like this guy's being a gentleman, communicative, consistent, you know, all these wonderful things. And then I meet them and, and spend a little time with them. And I just think to myself, there's absolutely no way I want this man to touch me, kiss me, nothing. And, and I, it, it sucks for me. Like I go home feeling really, really bummed out and I'm sure that it doesn't feel great to them either, but I, I'm upfront with them. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not feeling it. You know, I don't yeah. want a second date, yeah. but, um, and then of course I get the scathing weird one, one, weird ones, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I mean, some people don't handle rejection well at all to the point of getting, um, what is it? I want to say violent, but just very, very, very angry and upset. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It is scary. And like dating then like those kind of experiences, like really for me got, I, I rage deleted. <laughs> the apps <laughs> like I'm not doing this um a lot of times you know because it is scary there's so many people out there you know you don't know who they are you know I always like we should probably talk like safe dating techniques you know yeah. um yeah. <clears throat> you know so like you know maybe that's a good question to ask you um what do you do to stay safe um well I always you know, the first meeting is always in a public place, you know, without a doubt. I mean, to me, there's nothing more important that you can do than meeting in public. Um, right. I've had men offer to come pick me up, come to my place, come to their place. And it's just a, it's a hard no, Simon. You know, it's just, nope, that's not going to happen. Nope. Um, I, yeah. I wonder about guys like that. Like, even, you know, the one guy said he would drive over to my house and, you know, so we could have fun. I was like, you would do that? This is in a text. Didn't even talk to him on the phone. <laughs> just a lovely person, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I was just like, you would do that? He's like, yes, of course. And I'm like, how do you know that I don't have a chainsaw here? Like, what is the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you know? well, we could be just as crazy ex-murdery as they are. You know? I know, right? There's- what makes you think that I'm not going to drug you, take your money, drop, you know, drag your butt right. out and, and, le- and leave you in the street? I mean, you know, I right. I've that. got 
yeah, six guys here ready to beat you up and yeah, take your right? stuff. And, yeah. People are dumb. I mean, people, I, you know, like I, I used to do some questionably stupid things, um, back in the long, yeah. you know, in my train wreck days, I'm going to call yes. it my train wreck days <laughs> when I wasn't thinking clearly. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, but now there's no way. There is no way. Like the experience of I've, I've had online, I'd be like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> geez, could be stuffed in somebody's freezer by now. It'd be, you know, nobody would know. Um, <laughs> well, actually, people <laughs> would know because I have a no chalk drawing or, you know, <laughs> being murdered policy. Um, <laughs> so it's pretty strict. You know, I always let somebody know where I am and, yeah, um, yeah. And check in, like I use, I use social media sometimes to just check in where I am and, um, send my location right. um, yeah. via, you know, somebody I, I trust that would care if I didn't come back. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do those same things too. You know, I, I let somebody know where I'm going and when and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I know women sometimes have a friend kind of at the ready to send an SOS call. Oh, tell me uh, about that. If things aren't going well. So maybe there's a question about whether or not the date's going to go down very well. You know, maybe she's unsure or just not 100% certain that it's going to be a good date. Which, I mean, no one knows that. But maybe, I don't know, for whatever reason, she's asked a friend to call her or text her at a certain time in the evening, maybe an hour into it, just to say, do you need me to call you with a family emergency, quote unquote, to kind of get, a re- you know, to get out of the day, to get a, an emergency call. Oh, I've got to go. You know, so-and-so is in a car accident or blah, 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 so that you can rush out. Um, uh, I've never yeah. done that myself. Um, yeah, me neither. But I've heard of people that have done that just in case. Yeah, I have like a, like, you know, what do you think like the first date is? Do you think the first date is like a meeting for coffee or do you think it's like an actual, like, I mean, I've had various different first uh, things. Um, (laughs) That sounded really bad, but um, I've had like, you know, I prefer like a coffee date or a drink date. um, So it's quick, you know, like, and because if you don't like them, you know, it's like you're out, you don't have a lot of time invested. Yeah. You know, I go back and forth on that one. And I kind of struggle with, because I did that for quite a while, too. And then I felt like I was just meeting strangers for these very unsatisfying coffee dates. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I tried a different tactic. Well, let's talk for a longer time. Let's chat longer on the app. Let's talk on the phone a couple of times and then go out for a dinner where we actually spend a little more time because we've spent more time going into it. It feels better to spend more time on a dinner date Mm -hmm. um, where I don't feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to need to get out of here after an hour because I can't, I can't deal with this person anymore. So I've kind of done both um, to varying degrees of success, of course. Um, But yeah, I kind of, I think for someone that I've matched up with on an app and we're meeting fairly quickly, I prefer a quick, kind of a coffee type thing, casual mm-hmm. um, type of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I It kind of varies or depends. Uh, but I actually, the best kind of, like, I like doing something. Like, I like um, 
walking. I li- you know, I live near the lake, so I love taking a walk. I actually walked like seven miles with this guy. <laughs> wow. Wore his ass How's out. romantic. Uh, yeah, but it was really, it was actually, like, it was just great to, like, walk and talk and, um, you know, occasionally stop and smooch. That was fun. Um, you know, but then it kind of, like, you know, you know, again, then, like, at the end of it, like, he was basically, like, oh, you know, so, you know, can I see you again? And I'm, like, yeah. And then the see you again was, you know, straight on to, like, wanting physical intimacy without actually having a date. And I was, like, yep, nope, next. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Too bad for him. <laughs> he probably yeah. probably resented having to walk seven miles with me. But <laughs> like, well, you know, if you can't keep up. <laughs> and he was a younger guy, too. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, well, you know, we all have these stories. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just had a guy ask me if I wanted to work out with him for our first little date. And I had mixed reactions to that. Um, huh. Because, you know, we, one of the things I like to talk about is fitness because I, I am someone that that's a huge priority for me. So it always comes up in conversation. And he said, OK, for our first meet, we'll meet at my gym and we can do a great workout together. And I thought, huh, well, no. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe later on, I think that would be a, a lot of fun, but not for the first meeting. That's just not the environment or the the way I want to meet someone. No, I agree with you. And he was quite disappointed. You. And that was the end of that. So I said no. And then, then that was done. So, I mean, it's a very creative idea and I have to give him, you know, I have to applaud him for that. But at the same time, how do you get to know someone? Well, it depends on the workout, I guess. Like, you know, I don't know. I think, right. right. I think if you're not comfortable, that's, you know, that's where, that's the end of it. And I think a, a, a guy or a gentleman that I want to, see would be like okay let me give you some other ideas personally my favorite is give me a couple choices and I'll pick one of those choices oh I like I, that I absolutely cannot stand if I'm the person that has to plan it oh, can't yeah. stand it oh yeah oh oh <laughs> uh, can we talk started on this I mean that's just like <laughs> that that's a huge bone of contention for me right now is feeling like I'm the one that has to drive the initial meeting and setting that up. Um, and maybe that's an age thing. I don't know. What do you think, Robin? I mean, grew up at a time where men asked women out and that's kind of, you know, they took the lead in the initial stages of the dating process. I do not want to be the person planning it. However, you know, if, if a guy's like, so I have a date that's coming up this weekend and I'm making him come to me. Well, not making him, but you know, he suggested I come back to Oak Park cause he's from Oak Park. <laughs> and I'm like, Nope. <laughs> I'm like, I think you should come, you should come to where I live. Right. So he's like, um, okay. And I said, you just tell me the days and times you're available. So he did. And I said, great, I can work with that. So I picked the date. And I said, I will throw out some choices because he's coming here. So he's not a, he's not familiar with the area. Right, and, right, you right. know, so in that case, you know, I'm happy to do that. I'll give him some choices and then he can pick. Therefore, he's comfortable with because, you know, I've had dates where I picked because I've been forced to. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy didn't like it. And I'm like, well, if you had planned it, then it would have been fine. But, you know, 
and then yeah. I just get annoyed yeah. by the whole thing. But um, <laughs> I don't think it's an age thing. I, you know, I think, um, you know, I think like we've, you, we both believe, you know, that men will do what it takes to have the woman they want. And I think that the guy who puts in the effort, who acts like a gentleman, because I've dated gentlemen of all ages. And, and by that, I mean someone who knows how to court a woman, knows how to woo a woman, which is what I want. And um, I, I don't know about like kids in their 20s and 30s or what they, you know, what that looks like to them. But I raised kids that are in their 20s and I'm like, you know, this is what it should look like. And their father was very much that way, you know. Right. A little, and I, I don't even call it old school. I want to call it, you know, um, romancing, you know, right. um, courting. and courting. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that doesn't, and I, you know, all the experts that I hear, like the ones that I like to read about, you know, I think they're in agreement, you know. I am not opposed to like once we start dating to, um, you know, say, hey, suggest a date, you know, suggest something and even pay for it. Uh, but like, that's the other thing, you know, um, I won't, I will offer to pay if it's the first date, pay, my, my part, you know, split it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, especially if I'm not interested in them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hundred percent agreement in that one. <laughs> like I don't, yeah. Um, I, I can't, you know, and I do offer to contribute and, and all the time, like every single time they've declined and I appreciate that, you know, yeah. and I let them yeah. know that, like, I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's important. Yeah. Because I don't want to assume, but I also, I also want a guy who's going to, um, be more in that role. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, Yeah. Like so, so fun. I mean, dating can be really fun, but dating can also be a real headache. You know, <laughs> it's everything. I mean, it's it, yeah, it's it can be fun, exciting, cool to meet different people that I normally wouldn't meet in my day to day life. Just going throughout my 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 life, um, but it can produce some anxiety too. I mean, I know. Um, I get kind of keyed up before my dates, you know, that's something that, um, it's gotten a little bit better over time, but I still get kind of these butterflies and kind of that anticipatory excitement and, um, kind of fear and excitement are so close, closely intertwined that it's sometimes hard to tell what it, what it really is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of the roller coaster of emotions at times, isn't it? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, and, and, it, and I always remind myself that it's like a bus, you know, if one doesn't work out and you know, another one's coming. <laughs> My mother used to say that. I know, you know, I say that all the time because it is like that, you know, it's kind of like, well, just wait 15 minutes. Another one will show up on the app and you know, match with you. I'm serious. <laughs> and so like that's also helps alleviate this sort of anxiety that there aren't any men out there. Um, or the right one, you know, because I used to just, yeah, settles the right word, settle for someone that, you know, um, wanted to treat me to a snack instead of the whole, whole meal, you know? And, and I, um, you know, like I am not suggesting that my ex-husband was like that at all. He isn't. Um, but my, my boyfriend had, you know, he, he'd give me crumbs when it came to emotions. 
he was so generous in other ways and that became very blinding, you know, um, to the other things that weren't being, that weren't compatible. Uh, so like now dating, you know, like there has to be, there's so many different combinations of people. And I truly believe that all I want is one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I haven't found one that I want to, you know, that has been sustainable yet, you know? Nope. So, but there's plenty of them. There's so many people. And like, even the dating coaches say that like on these apps, there's like way more men than women. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I wouldn't know because I, I don't, you know, I, I mean, I just know there's a large quantity of them. Most of them I don't want. Um, but that's because I think, you know, you and I, and I think you'd agree, like we're high value women, you know, um, we're not going to settle for, you know, somebody that, doesn't show up and isn't consistent and doesn't tell the truth and um isn't who he says he is and um you know that's the other thing you know when they you know when they tell you who they are believe them right first when they show you who they are you know (laughs) either you have the choice to run away (laughs) you know don't make you know don't connect the dots um in a way that like you you know i i'm famous for that i connect the dots so fast Mm-hmm. with qualities that I think I, that they have when they haven't even shown me those qualities. And, um, that's one of the things I've really been learning a lot about myself and, you know, like working with that nature of, of doing that, you know, and saying, yeah. you know, yeah. be patient, you know, um, my mantra is he'll either be in my life or he won't. So take your time, you know, you know, what you, what, oh, my friend had this great, great saying, and I have to share it with you. It's, you know, if he's your beloved, there's nothing you can do to mess it up. But if he oh, isn't, I love that. but if he isn't, there's nothing you can do to make it happen. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's perfect. It is perfect. That's a great mantra. I'm going to take that one to heart because it re- really resonates with me right now. <laughs> yeah. No, For and sure. I really, really believe it. And, um, you know, throughout our, our podcast that we're going to be doing in the future, you know, I hope to integrate some of the tools and the tips that we've learned and some of the things that like have made us stronger, high value women so that women in their fifties um, and sixties and beyond, like can recognize that in, in themselves and like, know truly that, you know, being single is not a disease, but being partnered with the right person is like undescribable and indescribable and wonderful. Right. Right. And that's what I wish for both of us. Well, I like that too. I'm on board. Um, you know, I, I like the community of, of, of women that are similar to us that are striving in their lives and, a relationship is part of the, their goals and you know just to know that you're not alone out there it can feel somewhat isolating sometimes when you may be surrounded by people in your life that are coupled and partnered up right because a lot of our friends are married and have been for a long time family members um I was the first person in my family to divorce so I was kind of like the odd outlier you know um, creating a new path and trail in my family. So I know initially for me, I felt, um, quite alone in this new journey that I started on and, um, really started to find 
my tribe, um, for lack of a better word, in my local community through various groups and, and that sort of thing. And it's really, really helped me immensely um, just talking with people and realizing that a lot of us are going through the similar experiences and, and, and challenges in this dating realm and in your 50s and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can help make that to a bigger audience and, and, and spread the word and just share what we've learned and are learning because we are still learning that's right. um, <laughs> and growing, I would love that. I mean, that, that, that makes, that's very um, satisfying to me at, at, at a deeper level, just to know that we could potentially help people in that way. Well, of course. I mean, we are doing this, you know, because we love each other and we'd like to have fun and we'd like to share our um, journeys with other people and invite them to um, share theirs with us. And so, you know, that's what we're doing this. And so I think um, I think we're on a good start. So I don't know about you, but I think this has been a great episode for our first one. Yeah. Our maiden and voyage. Our maiden. <laughs> <laughs> our crown voyage. Ma- maiden um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, singly and solo, we've been doing wonderfully, I think. I think we're, we're growing as people and, um, you know, like sharing this with everybody. So yeah. I think um, upcoming, I just want to tell our audience that uh, the, our next one will be about scams, lovers, liars, and scammers. So we will be talking about what kind of scams are out there, what to look for, um, and laughing along the way because some of these people are such fools. You know? <laughs> um, you're like, okay. Um, but anyway, some people out there want to, you know, they, they need to know and what, uh, what to look for and what yeah. to look out for. I can certainly tap back into some of my memory bank and, and pull out some, some stories that, you know, things that have happened to me. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, they're, and they're getting better. They're getting more, um, I should say they're getting a little bit better at, um, at scamming, but like when you're a smart woman and you're dating smartly, uh, you know, y- y- you're not going to be taken. Um, yeah. so, yeah. so have heart, but it's really important episode. We're going to do that next. Um, you know, so I want to thank you, Julie, for joining me on this journey. And, um, I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you, Robin. It's, it's been a pleasure and I'm really looking forward to more. This is, this has been wonderful. Thank you Great. so much. Great. Well, this is dating after 50 with Julie and Robin and each episode will feature stories, tips, interviews, helping you to navigate dating at a certain age. So if you like what you've heard, subscribe now and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.